episode episode 121 here on mixer that's right we're here on mixer but you know that if you're here right if you're watching on youtube we're on mixer now and joining me each and every single week is sarge mccluskey how's it going bro can you hear me i can hear you sweet can they hear me if if they can if i can hear you they can hear you I, i don't know about that yeah no we're good yeah so Those of you that don't know what Generation X Gaming is, it's a weekly podcast that goes over a few of the top stories from the past week, and we rant along the way. Uh, This show, for 120 episodes, was on Twitch, and nobody told me, no one brought me over to Mixer, we're trying something new. Uh, So, welcome to our beautiful show, it's live every single Thursday at 8pm Eastern, that's right, 8pm Eastern, so... All right, so this is what we're talking about today. On today's show, we're talking about Steam. We're talking about Twitch. We're talking about Mixer. Uh, I'm going to talk a little bit about my experience here, switching from one to the other. I'm also going to compare what's happening on Steam right now to what's happening on Twitch right now. Right. All right, well, let's, let's just talk briefly about what's going on with Steam, okay? The fact remains is that it, it is now the flea market of trash games. If if Steam was the overall picture of gaming in general, it would look like the Atari crash from fucking 82. Okay? Right. Because there, there are so many independent piece of crap games thrown onto Steam. They right. are so horrible. And they and they and they're all trying to be like clones of something good or or names of something that you might remember, but they're all garbage. And the good games that people are actually making and trying to put on Steam to get noticed are not being seen at all. And even people who are trying to do their due diligence and and go through the games and like do reviews on them and be like, hey, listen, this is an actually good game, guys. You guys need to check these games out. Like it's it's overwhelming. You can't see anything. You can't you can't believe that even Steam has any good games unless you spend an entire day just clicking through them. Yeah, I don't hear you anymore. It's my kids screaming. Yeah. Um, yeah, there's there's a lot. I mean, they opened it up. I think it's about what six months ago when they they opened up Steam to all the indie, independent developers, like anybody that makes a game. Like I made a game on on Monday, I can submit it on Wednesday and 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 put it up there, and it goes. Yeah, into but the, it's, it's it's not. Where's the criteria? It's not even. Half these things aren't even like full functional games. It's just just a bunch of crap. Right, and and the people that make good games get lost within the jumble, right? Like I used to go through Steam, I would say weekly, right? I would go through weekly of the new games that come in. And now there's like 20 to 40 new games a day, okay, that constantly – that's just games. That's not including DLCs and everything else that comes out. That's just games. Right. It's almost impossible now to go to Steam, click on a game, and then kind of look through it and scroll through it and and, and, and find stuff because you're just like – 
you get lost in the you're like this is well too overwhelming. Yeah, but that's but that's the down that becomes the downfall of gaming for that whole section because then nobody will go there. Nobody right. wants to buy anything from there. Right. The guys that are actually putting their heart and soul into something, they, they can't get noticed, so they fall off the face of the earth because they can't get noticed. And instead of it being a platform where people who are up and coming can actually release a game and have right. the and have the population the, the, of the of the crazed gamers who want to see these guys succeed, we can't even find them. Right. And so now, now, now it's left 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 up to what luck. I mean, I I I think basically, gonna, basically. I think Steam, Steam itself is going to crash. Like like people are just going to give up. Hold on one second. I gotta put a. I'm I'm building a noise suppression and stuff. My son is, and I forgot. I made all these scenes brand new. There we go. You shouldn't hear him screaming in the background as much now. Well, I don't know about I don't know about dead, uh, Candy Candyman. It's just that when you when you flood a market with that much trash, I mean I understand it's not like a whole lot of money, but like when you flood it so badly that even the your your sales base can't even find the product anymore. Then you just stop going there. You're like, well, this right. this, this whole medium is now dead to me. I I have to go someplace else. It might not happen all at once because you know you still have people word of mouth like they know a game, they tell their friends. I give you the name and we all type it in and we can find it. But that would mean you'd have to under find the information out yourself. That's like going back in time, like before there was online. You and I would just dis- discuss something. Somebody happened to go online find a game. And then I happen to be friends with him, and then he would tell me about the game, and then I would go look for it. Like we're going back to that now, like, right? That's we have all this technology, ridiculous. but yet it's it's super hard to find a game on 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 Steam now, right? So I want to take the comparison though of what's happening on Steam, right? And follow me here, right? The 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 garbage games that are being tossed in. Now I'm not calling individuals garbage. Hear me out, right? Because I have a small stream, it's the, it's just what it is, right? Some some people produce really good content, other people just stream, right? Other people make really good games, but other people just, you know, whatever, right? They're just junk. So my comparison with Steam, what's happening in Steam right now, and what's happening mostly on Twitch, it's happening on other platforms. People are leaving YouTube to go to Twitch. People are leaving Twitch to go to Mixer. People are leaving Twitch to go to YouTube Gaming or Facebook or whatever. It's 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 going all over the place. Um, is there video playing yet? Yeah, the video video's up. Unless you're having issues. Um, so basically, what's happening? People are leaving Twitch, like myself. Okay, because we're being we're the independent games, right? There's there's small streamers. A bunch of my friends are out there. Uh, a bunch of my friends are out there, and they just can't get exposure, right? Every day, there's hundreds and thousands of new streamers coming onto platforms across the across the the realm okay the realm meaning the internet steam there's hundreds and thousands of games coming out a week okay every day there's 40 80 100 games coming out on the steam library it's impossible it's impossible to 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 find games in there it's impossible to find streamers right new streamers on the platforms so the AAA games the games that maybe weren't so good at the beginning, right? But they were decent games. They're pushed up higher because people play them and they're like, oh, this is a good game, right? It gets it gets the backing behind them. Now we go back to streaming. There's a, a decent streamer, right? Not the most entertaining streamer, but a decent streamer. They got found in the early days and now they're high up in the directory and now they keep getting higher up because they're that staple, right? The same thing what's happening with Steam. 
right? Developers, certain developers have made those connections where if they come out with a game, their game is going to be seen more than anybody else's game, right? If a streamer comes on, no matter what he streams or what he does, or she does, uh, they're going to be seen, okay, more than other people are going to be seen. So there's a big saturation problem happening in the gaming field and happening in the gaming streaming field, okay? People have to kind of be outside the box. The, the developers have to make a game that's sort of like wacky and crazy just to get exposure, right? To get some article written about them to be like, oh, check out this game. Um, there's one game that Jim Sterling was talking about. Uh, what was it called? It, it's exactly like a, a Zelda ripoff. It's a, it's a Zelda ripoff game. I forget what the, uh, Oni, the called. it's called Oni something. Uh, it's, uh, it's a sequel, something Oni O2. So I know, I know which one you're talking about. No, 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 no. Oni is the, no, no, that's, that's different. That's different. Let me look it up real fast. I had it, uh, I just had it bookmarked. We'll look it up. He's talking about. Yeah, I think I think that was a the brain. It's a sequel to that. Yeah, that's not the one though. That's not the one. No, no, he's talking about a game. Hey, no, no, we won't do. He put it in his title. Mm, no. Here it is. Let me see if he gets a show the name of the actual thing. Give me one second. I can't find it. Well, this is the game. I'll show it. I'll show it on screen. I'll show it on screen. This is the game. It looks like Zelda. I don't know what the name of the game is. Okay. He's talking about it, but I don't want to bring up the, the audio because it'll get pulled or whatever down later. Um, but this is a Zelda ripoff, right? It's a good game. It's a decent game, right? But not many people knew about this until they ported it to the Twi uh, to Switch, right? And in, in, in Jim Sterling's video, he talks about how this game sold 20 times better on the Switch than it did on Steam, right? That's crazy. They didn't even mean to make it for the Switch. They, it made it for Steam, but they couldn't get any traction, okay? Couldn't get any traction on Steam, so they, they, they put it out on the, on the Switch, which is actually a really good idea because it's a Zelda clone. You're going back to the, the heart of people that... Love that that game. Love Nintendo. Nintendo, they love Zelda type games, right? They love these type of games. So it was a super. Uh, there it is. Blossom hey, Tales, the, the Sleeping King. That's what it is on Nintendo Switch. So there you go. So between the two, you have to try to find something that sets you apart from other 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 games, other streamers, right? It's impossible to get traction. If you're a small streamer, you have to have everything come in line or you have to be really good at good at something, meaning a game, right? You have to be like a professional gamer um, to get noticed, because if you can do a no scope three, you know, 360 shot and then that clip goes crazy and gets super popular, people are going to start coming in. If you get lucky enough where another streamer plays with you, not saying all the other big streamers are coming over to you, but you start to get traction. Right. Steam is the same way as far as with the indie games. If a game gets played by the correct person that happens to find that game. Right. And that particular person is a columnist for a really good publication and then writes a good review about it. Then that game gets seen on a better on a bigger scale. Right. What can they do? 
Sarge, as far as, and this goes out to the chat as well, what can they do with oversaturation in anything to help the smaller developers, smaller streamers? Do they have to? Does Steam have to? Does Twitch have to do to help anybody? Well, Is it up to them? Well, first of all, the platform... This is not this is not new in the world. This is just new for this platform. Okay, this is how all businesses, all things were found out originally. So now we're talking about online streaming. Okay, right. so it has to evolve on its own naturally. Okay, so a bunch of stuff's going to come out. Everyone's trying to do the same thing. Then regulations get put in to cut some of them down. Then it becomes a time game because people have to put effort into it. And if they realize that they're not getting stuff out of it, they drop off. And then you get you start to do the filter, the, the actual filter process that happens with any other business, any other venture. And so slowly it will start trimming out. They can't do anything about it. What they can do is have some regulations about what considered a game, not just any reject with a computer sitting in his house. Like it was reported that a independent company, I forget what the name was. You'll have to forgive me. I don't want to badmouth them. Okay. An independent company came out with 15 games in two weeks. Like that kind of stuff. Like, okay, I get it. They're You're working busy. the system, right? They're working I, I the get, system. Right. That's right. They're working the system because if they get a couple dollars here, a couple dollars here, if I'm only selling right. the game for the five bucks, come or out 10 with, bucks, right? Right. right? So make. work the system, work the system. So now maybe there has to be some kind of like filter process, like games, cl classifications of games. And then from that point on, what type of game they are, and that way at least you start you start fanning them out to be more of like a a, a spreadsheet than it is right. a, a giant. It looks like the, it looks like the discount pile at fucking Walmart. Okay, <laughs> it's the discount bin in Walmart. Like you're looking through all the DVDs, right. Right. Like everything's on the floor, DVDs, the shelves the are... stuff everywhere. That's what it reminds me of. Right. Okay. Right. It, it it's not going to change overnight. It's got to change because of the actual people who are involved in it, and then. If a few things start to go like horribly wrong, like where there's like maybe like some kind of criminal stuff where people are like buying games and it looks like a real game, but like 10 minutes into the game, it, it like erases your hard drive or crashes your system, like that kind of stuff. Well, I think they vet, if, I think they if, vet if, stuff if, like that. Well, I'm just saying, you don't know, like in the middle of a game, something could happen. They steal your information now. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, you don't, are they qualifying right. these games? How can you qualify these games are coming out a hundred, a hundred a week, a hundred a week are coming on steam a hundred. Like, there's no, it's not possible to, to vet Almost all those games. a day, actually. So instead, instead, I think what's going to end up happening is be, besides the normal filtering process that we as consumers will do, that if something malicious starts to happen, then they're <clears> going to be they're going to be held accountable, and so they're going to have to put things in place. But until then, this is the giant discount pile. That's right. this is the way it's going to be, unfortunately. But this is how it is. So <clears throat> as far as what. Like uh, Twitch or any other content out there, what could they do to to help these smaller independent content creators? Uh, you know, is I, it I, up I, to Twitch to do anything? I, I've watched I've watched a lot of I've watched a lot of Twitch, dude, a lot of Twitch. So I I don't think they care. I'll be honest. And I, I don't think so the, either. The, I don't the, think the they last, have to. The last thing they did was they're trying to now. Uh, they're trying to do ratings based on how much skin you see from the neck down, like this kind of stuff. So they're trying to get girls to put their clothes back on or whatever else. Like they're, they're, they're trying to put these, these, they're just tightening up the TOS that was already there. Right. They don't care. Eyeballs are eyeballs, right? They're selling eyeballs. Right. right. 
more eyeballs on means advertisement. They can say that this many people are watching this person or this type of this type of show or this type of whatever. I'm sure they're selling it that way. Right. These are the talk show categories. There's how many people are in the right. talk show category. How much advertising space do you want to buy in the talk show category? They're not talking specifics like check out what's her face with the cleavage. You know, remember her? Like the one who does gymnastics all day? Like her? Like, no, they're not talking about her. They're just talking about generalizations of, right. of categories. Right. Okay. So they have to crack down a little bit on those categories because now the person who buys the advertising space is going to look into that category and I'm sure they're going to do their homework and they'll start going through that category. And eventually they're going to find big breasted Brenda who's doing gymnastics. Right. Well, who's so working they, the, working right, the system. And do they, and do right. they want, do they want their advertisement being on that kind of thing? Do, do they want to be associated with that? Like it, it takes a lot of time to like, they have to hire people to uh, yeah. watch. just like, just like there's somebody out there right now watching the commercials that their company puts out to make sure that their company's actually the commercials actually running at the time slot that it's supposed to be running. Right, that's someone's that job. They pay for that's right, someone's so, job. That's someone's right? job. Yeah. So that's going to be a job for somebody pretty soon on streaming. That's pretty much what it's going to be. They're going to have to hire people to actually make sure that your advertisement comes on See, between I, uh, such and such a time. I don't. It's I don't. Happen. I don't think companies like Twitch, Facebook, YouTube, even Mixer, all of them. I don't think it's up to them to promote their everyone on their platform, right? Because there's going to be people that like small streams and there's going to be people that like big streams, right? And I prefer a consistent stream. Right. Most people prefer consistent streams, right? Uh like, you know, like a podcast that's been on for 3 years on Thursday nights at 8 p.m. Um there there's ways that they could do it. But we talk about this on the Rage's round table a lot. And I always say that it's not up to Twitter to promote you, or I'm sorry, not Twitter, Twitch to promote you. It's not the company's uh, deal. Now, what they can do is the people that prove themselves, because this is like a, a filtering process, right? The filtering process is the fans themselves that are watching the streams on on the sites, okay? Because if the people like the person they're watching, that person will grow, and then more people will find them. And then if they're... If there's a calling for that one particular person or show, right, that channel will grow and then become partnered. And then if it becomes partnered, then Twitch notices you because they're getting their cut, right? Right now, they made everyone affiliated, right? So it doesn't matter if you have two people subbing to you or if you have 200,000 people subbing to you, okay? They're making money off you, right? And all depending on how much money you want to give them, they don't give a shit. They don't give a shit. They're, they're going to do what they're doing, which is make money, right? And if everyone on the platform is either affiliated or it's super easy to get affiliated or partnered, when they take that number and they go to a, a company, let's just say they, they go to Tide because people are eating Tide Pods still, right? Uh, they go to Tide and they're like, hey, well, we have 200 or we have 20 million people watch daily um for a month, you know, on Twitch. These are your users from between the ages of 19 and, and 32. This is this is your, your your perspective. This is how many eyeballs will see your tied your your tied commercials on our platform. And they're like, okay, great. This is how much we'll pay. Boom. They make their money there. Right? They make their money there. Then they make their money on the subscribers. Now they're making their money on the bits. Right? So they don't care. They don't care if you're a small streamer and you can't get seen. That's not their problem. That's not their, their thing. So it's right. Steam. Steam is in the exact same boat, right? Right? For video games. 
it's not their it's not their deal to get your game promoted, right? They're just opening it up and they get a percentage that's of right. all game sales. Whatever sells, they get a piece of. That's it. Right. If your the game more, sells a million product, copies, the more product you have, right, the, the more money you could possibly can make. Right. So if there was only a thousand games on Steam in one year, and now there's a thousand games in a week, <laughs> if one person buys that one shitty game, right, and that's the only time that the game sells. That's thirty cents in their pocket, and, and that's and that's how flea markets stay open, children. Right, right, right. And that's how flea markets stay open. That's this is exactly this is how Twitch stays open, right? Twitch is making revenue. Before they were only making revenue off off of uh, Twitch Prime, right, and and partnered streamers. Now they're making money off Twitch Prime, partner streamers, affiliate streamers, bits, advertisement. They're they're completely they they've got themselves covered. So they don't honestly care if someone's small and Steam doesn't care if these shitty games come in and someone spends ten bucks on one because they're gonna get their thirty percent cut or whatever their cut is. I don't know what their actual cut is. Well, um, it doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. The numbers are relevant. It's it's a pieces of a piece. That's what it is. Pieces oh, of pieces. Yeah, neutralizer. Yeah, you have to you have to shut off the FTL. That's the that's one of the main things that that happens. I don't know why it happens. Um, Mixer didn't tell me why that happens, but it does happen. All right. So going over, staying sticking with Twitch and Mixer. The reason that we're in the process of of moving over here. I don't know if I'm coming over here full time, um, but I do know I can't stream on Twitch. And then stream on Mixer the next day. I have to have a 24-hour block separating the two, right? I can't, I can't do it. So it's to stop you because I'm affiliation. That's to stop you from going uh, back and forth between two two uh, platforms. Correct. So this week we're playing all on Mixer, right? Anytime I play stream uh, Sea of Thieves, I'm probably going to play on Mixer because it's a Microsoft game. Um, I feel like it's easier for people to co-stream. Uh, with that, if you if you have an Xbox, you can just co-stream right off the bat, and then it's more entertaining for people that want to watch multiple streams. Um, it's just a good game to do that. Um, so the reason I'm going over to Mixer is because I'm a guppy. And on Twitch, I was a guppy swimming in an ocean. Okay? And now I'm a guppy swimming in a lake. Right? So if you look at the numbers, like right now... Sea of Thieves has 14,000, almost 15,000 people watching it on Mixer, okay? On Twitch, I believe, there we go, uh, Sea of Thieves has 100,000, okay? So it's literally 10 times the amount uh, of people that watch on Twitch than they do on Mixer. So do I, st- do I have a better chance of growing on this platform? No, because it's still the same numbers, right? It's still the same average numbers, right? If it if there's only ten people watching, uh, out of out of three thousand, that's still the same percentage. If there was three million, and you know what I mean, and and my small piece of the pie. But I do think that Mixer's doing some cool stuff with the no latency. When people talk in chat, I can answer them right off the bat. Um, you couldn't restream the affiliation, but you could uh at least stream the same day. No, 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 you can't. So, so basically, the terms of service is uh, you have to be 24 hours. You can't stream. You can't stream multiple at the at the exact same time. And if you stream, technically, a lot of streamers are are, are bad about this. If you stream 
and then upload your video on YouTube before 24 hours for that content of your stream, technically it's breaking terms of service. But they don't, they're not really hard on that, right? So if I stream, let's say, Monday morning from 9 to 2 o'clock p.m. on Monday for this show, let's say, then I want to be on Mixer the next day. I technically couldn't stream on Mixer to 2.01 p.m. the next day, right? Because it's when I ended and then when the next one starts. So, and then even if they do catch me and pull me out, what are they going to do? Kick me off Twitch? I'm already moved, right? So it's not really a, it's not really a big deal. Um, but, the, but the bad part is, uh, this is why I'm not leaving Twitch yet. I'm, I'm still testing out the waters here, is that I'm, a, I'm loyal. And I hate the fact that if I leave Twitch, the people that have subbed to me for nine months, ten months, that means nothing anymore. It's, it's gone. Right. All the people I've met over there are gone. Right. You can't go both, though. You can't go both. So I'm, I'm still dipping my toe in both sides right now, just trying to figure out what's I like good. This, I like this latency. Right. You can literally hear yourself a millisecond after. Sorry, I didn't mean to interrupt you, but I thought it was kind of cool. Like I, 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 I agree, Storm. I agree 100 uh, percent that I do have a better chance of growing here. I mean, I've given Twitch three years of my life. Right, three years of my life I was on Twitch. It's not like I'm trying it and and going, well, no, I didn't see enough progress over the weekend, so I'm I'm moving on. Right, no, it's, it's three years over there. We literally did this show, 120 episodes on Twitch. So, uh, let's see what you guys are saying in chat. Okay, at least you could be Twitch doesn't count as live Twitch content. True, true. What about Twitter giving them heads up? What do you mean? Me telling them I'm, I'm streaming, I'm I'm so minuscule. I doubt they're even watching. <clears throat> uh, no, it's kind of unfair to sub to be both because subs pay for emotes, etc. Yet can't use them. That's that's correct. That's correct. So that's why I would feel bad if I if I stream on both platforms, but at the same time, if I play most games, uh. Let's say I do this podcast owning over here, right? I only do this podcast over here, and then I do all my streams over on, on Twitch. There's really not a problem there. Because the last time I stream on, on a Wednesday, and then by the time I do this, it's it's 24 hours. So and I wouldn't I wouldn't be mad if someone stopped subbing to me. I wouldn't I wouldn't be mad. I mean that's I wouldn't I wouldn't expect anyone to sub to me if I wasn't streaming on that platform. I get confused when someone says they're done streaming and I go to their channel and it still says they have 10,000 subs and i'm like they haven't streamed in like 2 months what do you what are you guys subbing to but that's just me so that's how i feel about it so i wouldn't i wouldn't be mad at anybody i feel bad that those people that are that are sub to me they wouldn't have anything else to to go for so it's almost like a waste of time but not really <laughs> yeah tally was having issues Mixer, Mixer, I was having issues with Mixer, and I, I, I wrote to them and, and said, what the hell's going on? Like, how am I supposed to grow a channel if people can't even come in my, in my chat and they can't come in my video? So it's a little weird. Uh, next story I want to talk about, uh, Fortnite. Mobile, right? So Fortnite is the biggest game on the planet, Sarge. I know you don't play it. Yeah, but but you understand what a crazy fad it is. It's 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 almost oh, like absolutely. The, the Pokemon on 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 the phones. That's what it is. Right, it, right. It's the next Pokemon. It's I mean, it's literally pop culture now. It's pop culture. 
Uh, I appreciate that. Thank you very much. So the Fortnite is the biggest game on the on the planet right now. And I, I find it funny because this is how on this is how the player base is so not in touch with gaming. Majority of the player base that's playing Fortnite right now, which are kids, okay, which is no problem. But they think that the PvP Fortnite aspect of the game is the main game and that the PvE is an add-on to the PvP where it's literally the opposite, right? They worked seven years on Fortnite to get it to PvE, to get it released this year, free to play. Right, but they knocked out, but they they put a battle royale in there like in six weeks. Yeah, like in yeah. the last six weeks of the game, and 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 yeah. that's the selling point. They, of the game. they honestly, they honestly, I, I forget where it was. Someone actually said they they pumped it out in twelve weeks. It took them three months to make the PvP battle royale. Okay, and it's completely like scorching what they made in the PVE. Okay, they're making hundreds of millions of dollars a day from people buying these skins. Okay. And I'm not going to go back into the skin thing, right? That's that we've already talked about that on other podcasts. If you want to go buy a $20 skin, by all means, go ahead. Okay. But don't bitch about the $10 movie theater or the $50 steak that you ate. If you're buying a $20 skin. Um, so then PUBG was out. It was the, it was the hottest game on the market, right? It came out in February last year. Uh, Fortnite didn't come out until September, right? For the beat, the, the battle Royale. They beat them to console. They beat PUBG to console. They beat PUBG to mobile. There was a there was a PUBG mobile that was a uh, uh, a makeshift PUBG. Some Asian company made um, a, a, a knockoff. It was called PUBG. I forget what it was called, but yeah, it was it was a, it was a knockoff of PUBG. Maybe it was PUBG. Right, it was PUBG. Right, um, and they had a mobile, and now they actually have a pub a PUBG mobile uh, game, which actually and funny. Funny enough, it actually runs smoother, okay, on the cell phone than the PUBG runs on the consoles. I, don't ask me how, but it actually runs better on the actual on the on the phone than it does on the actual console. Fortnite decided to uh, make a mobile. Let me look this up. You have to you have to watch this video. This video is the, the one of the funniest things I've seen. It's the it's the Fortnite launch trailer. Well, they're mobile, right? Hold on. Fortnite mobile. Fortnite mobile. Typing with my left hand is really hard. Uh, Fortnite mobile. No, 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 no. Let's see Fortnite trailer. Can you guys hear my kid in the background? He's crying because he doesn't want to go to sleep. Okay, so let's let's watch this video together, okay? And watch how many people don't hit anything. Look, nobody in the video is hitting anybody. They're shooting. No one's making contact with anybody, right? And I was thinking that this is funny, right? I was like, there's no way that this... this why would you put a video together like this where no one's literally killing anybody? And I can tell you why. If anyone has played... Anybody has played this game. You know if you play on the mobile device, it's literally impossible to shoot anybody. <laughs> at least it, but, but it's fair across the board. It is fair across the board. Right. So what does that mean, kids? Let, let's, let's think this through. 
if the mobile if the mobile aiming a mobile device aiming is not good enough how do you morph and and adjust to the game if you said everyone gets shotguns and run at each other that's the correct answer. <laughs> right, 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 right. Like, that's your correct answer. <laughs> you can forget about sniping. You can forget about accurate shooting. But if you run at somebody with a shotgun, chances are you're going to win. It's it's so bad. It's so bad that I, I literally stood still and just moved my finger to try to shoot somebody, and I couldn't hit him. I actually killed two people, and that was a victory for me. I, I ended up 26th, but I didn't care. I was like, I won. Okay. But you can't hit anybody, and they don't have any controls uh, incorporated with the actual cell phones. You know, you can buy those uh, adapter pieces that you hook up to your phone, and it has a full controller. Yeah, they but- don't support those yet, right? Because they want it fair across the board. Right, but here's how fair. here it's here's fair. how fair it is, right? You want to play you want to play Fortnite. If you log in and your friends on Xbox or your friends on PS4, and you want to play with them, you automatically end up in a console server. Okay. If you have a friend that's on PC, you can play from mobile, but you join the PC server. I would like to see anybody on mobile try to win a game against PC players. I I don't think anyone can do it. I don't think anyone can do it because it's impossible to move until they put somewhat control schemes uh, for the for the handheld controls that that attach the device. Otherwise, there's no way. There's no way. The game looks phenomenal. It's probably one of the best mobile games I've seen because it's a full-fledged game, right? It's a full-fledged game. It looks beautiful. It runs beautiful. Uh, it's very smooth. Yay. Oh, good night, my son. Hold on one second. I have to say good night to my yeah, son. He, he's only saying good night because it keeps him from going to the bed. That's why. Love you. Oh. You want to say bye to everyone? Actor. Bye. S- say good night. Actor. Bye. There you go. I like his haircut. Thank you. Um, so the game itself has promised because, and, and this is why I think Fortnite wins here. Even if the game sucks, they've basically broken open. Epic has broken open where they could take any of their games with the unreal engine and bring it on mobile and actually have real mobile gaming now on, 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 on the forefront. Right. Uh, so I think this is a good, a, a good, a good segue because I think Apple wins here and Google wins, right? And Google is, uh, Google is, um, owns YouTube. Yeah, that's right. No. So Apple, Apple makes all the devices and they, and Google owns the Androids, right? So now we just have, I think we're like a year away, two years away from having full, full fledged, like Sea of Thieves, Overwatch, all these big games on mobile devices on your phone. Yeah. On your phone. But then that would also mean we need better better batteries. Right. Right. Well, that so just means... Else, so something else has got to happen now. First, let's... I don't know what will happen first. The batteries or the gaming. I think the gaming is going to happen first. Gaming is going to happen first. And then, the, and then the batteries will start up again. Yeah. Yeah. But I, th- I, I truly think Fortnite Mobile is... It's, it's, it's horrendous trying to play it. Unless you're playing against other people on the mobile. Right? And the servers are just terrible. Once they once they get the the controller connectivity connectivity to it and allow people to use controllers, I think it'll be really good. Uh, I know the Razer said they want to make a supported controller. Yeah, I mean it's it's a huge market right now. It's a, it's a huge market. Uh, so yeah, that's it with Fortnite. I just wanted to bring it up. They actually have I think do they have a update that just came out? I believe 
Fortnite, iPhone. Oh, Fortnite's adding, here it is. Fortnite's adding a heavy shotgun very soon. Uh, I'll bring up the, the trailer here for a second once uh, this is done. You don't need to see ads. No one, no one pays me for ad space on this podcast. All right, this is from GameSpot. Let me see. We'll bring up the audio. Two. I'm Tony, and this GameSpot news update has yet another accolade for Epic's smash hit shooter. Fortnite's mobile version launched just a day before the making of this video, yet it's already reached the number one spot on the free apps chart on iOS. What's notable about this is that while anyone can download the game, you can only play it right now with a beta invite. Well, the first round of invitations has already gone out. Hold on, hold on, Sarge. Hold on, because the video is covering your voice. We don't know if that version will have a beta phase too. Meanwhile, the game's 3.3 update is live now, adding remote explosives and supply llamas, which are basically a new hard-to-find kind of treasure chest that'll reward you with rare loot if you can locate one. As for the mobile version specifically, we've played it, and you can check out a full match right here on GameSpot if you're curious about how Fortnite works on the go. It's terrible. <laughs> it's terrible to play. It's fun to, it's fun to play, but terrible experience uh, trying, trying to win. So you were going to say, Sarge, what were you going to say? I just I just find it amazing how no one's actually talking about the game for the actual game of what it is. We're, we're, it's just it's fun. Only about, it's only about Battle Royale. That's all it's about. Well, it, okay. I don't even want to bring this up, but let's let's talk about this for a second, right? Why is it as as gamers, right? And we're we're I'm gonna throw ourselves into this, right? Not just because we're gamers, because we, we play a lot of fucking games, but why is it we look at a game like Destiny, sixty bucks? right has hundreds i'm talking about destiny one now right we played thousands of hours right almost two thousand hours i would say each of us right why do we look at a game like that and go so rough on them when they it's an incomplete game it's an incomplete game they didn't give us stuff yet but yet a PUBG game or a Fortnite game with one map no story uh it's the same thing it's it's everyone trying to go for, for first place to be number one. There's no progression system. There's no... Everything is resets every single time, right? It's different every single time. I get that. But that's free-to-play. People spend hundreds and hundreds of dollars on a free-to-play game that does the exact same thing over and over and over with no progression system, and yet there's a game that has thousands of hours into it. You could play World of Warcraft, Elder Scrolls Online... You can play Sea of Thieves, whatever you want, right? And you have hundreds and hundreds of hours in it. And people are like, well, it's not worth the money. But yet they'll spend 10 times that amount on a free-to-play game that has no progression or has none of the stuff that they want from the other games. Why is that? Why, why as a society do we do this? Well, actually, it's, it's, it's quite easy. All right, so first of all, we'll, take out the first, we'll, take, we'll talk about the first part, which is, is why, do people, why do people get mad at a game that like Destiny won, but they don't get mad at the game at PUBG because it has way less to do. The answer is, is because the category of the game decides the content of the game. If you tell me it's an MMORPG uh, action adventure game, then I already have a list. It's got to have this. It's right. got to have this. If you tell me it's a battle royale game and everyone's just going to kill each other and that's all there is, no one's mad about it because 
that's all that's the game right that right. is the game it's labeled very clearly this is the box we're in we're in that box we're moving on okay it's when they lie and say this is the game and then they have half of it it doesn't work and then they sell us the cutout parts later to tell us that it's an expansion when we know it's not an expansion like that's completely different okay right, right. now the consumer base is getting smart and wise to that but for some reason the psychology of it and not understanding money over time or you're caring about the money over time is how the mobile games stay lucrative. <clears throat> right. Like if the game is free, I'm thinking, what a great deal. I'm going to buy a game. It's free. I like it. It keeps me busy when I'm doing downtime at work at lunch or whatever else. Now, sometime in that game, it says, Hey, get this, this, and this to help you do this, this, and this for only $3. And you go, well, it's three bucks. It's $3. What's $3? I don't give a shit about that. And you press the button, right? Now you do that 100 times for the next month. Because every couple every couple days, you're buying another $3. Right. Here's right. another $3. So you're not looking at it as money. You're not looking at how much money I'm spending on that game. You're you're just saying, well, I'm, just, I'm spending money on entertainment. That's all it is. But if I were to tell you the game, the game, the amount of money that you pay for that game, I say, okay, well, give me $225. And you can right. have this Up front. You're, you're, me you're out of your fucking mind. That I don't have $225 at any given moment right. to spend on entertainment. Right. But if you milk me over months for three bucks a pop, of course. Of course. Because I'm not I'm not missing that money. I'm right. not missing that money. The psychology is easy, right? Many, many people don't have a lot of disposable income for entertainment. That's why video games are so fucking popular. It's not because they're amazing, awesome, and everyone loves them to death. It's a cheap alternative for the rest of the shit that's fucking you. Okay? Right, 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 right. exactly. Go into the movies. Go into the movies. Go into some entertainment place. Go into a restaurant, go into a movie. Yeah. Right? I spend $110. I know exactly the piece of shit I'm getting. I'm not happy with it, but my wife slash girlfriend or boyfriend wants to go here. So I'm going to go and spend the 100 And And was I entertained? I came home and now I just switch on SportsCenter or my. I'm going to watch my DVR shows and I'm going to try to erase what I just did because I'm. it, it pissed me off. Whereas people are very selective with a video game. They're like, I like this genre. I like this type of thing. I like playing by myself. I like an action adventure. They purchase the game. They sit down. They enjoy them, actually enjoy themselves, okay? Now, whether it's only for two hours or 30 hours, depending on how long the game is to finish, right, okay, right. they're happy. How do you argue with their actual happiness for entertainment? How do you no, argue? No, I, I agree. I you agree. Can't. You can't. So you look you look at a game like Fortnite and you look at a game of PUBG, right? PUBG charged thirty dollars. Is it still thirty dollars, guys? In chat, can you guys tell me? Is it still thirty dollars for the full fledged game that's released now, or do they raise the price? I don't know if they raise the price. It is still thirty dollars. Okay, and then Fortnite's free, right? So still thirty. Okay. Um, he needs to be a wrestling manager. <laughs> um, so why is it? PUBG is just as popular as Fortnite. If it, it was the most popular game on the planet until Fortnite passed it, right? That's $30 for a game that had one map at the time, right? It was early access, $30. Now, will they have three maps or is it only two maps? Brain, you know this one. Is it only two maps right now or is it, only, is it three maps? It doesn't matter. Is the, is the game out yet? Is it officially it, it's released It's officially yet? out. Yeah, it's officially released. Okay, so is PUBG officially out? It's officially out. Okay. On PC, it's officially out. On, on, on Xbox, it's in a preview program. Okay, so how many maps are there? Three. There's two maps right now. And they're working on a third. 
Uh, yeah, they're working on the third one. Okay, so the game is what it is. Everyone's buying it for the way it is, and there's no complaints about it, except for maybe there's some cheating issues I've been hearing. Yeah, yeah, there's uh, a lot of cheating. aim bots and stuff like that, and, and people glitching out. But why is it? Are, are we, are we, I understand we're being entertained, and I already know the answer. I'm saying this because we're on a podcast, okay, so the, the people that are watching can have a good conversation here. Why is it that when a game like PUBG has, technically it has really small content, right? I mean, it has very little content. It has, what, 20 guns, one map, two maps. But uh, it's, it's the thrill of the hunt. Right, but what I'm saying is why does a game like that get away with having very little content? Because, it, an- because it knows what it is. Okay. Because it knows what it is. It didn't pretend to be anything. And the people that like that type of game, whether it be for only maybe a year, let's just say, for instance, the hardcore crew will play it for a good two. Okay? But the casuals Mm. who jump on the bandwagon, who friends are playing it, and then they get to play as a team because they're communicating, and they do better because they're playing as a team. Battlefront. Battlefield. Okay? That's why they enjoy the game. That's why it's enjoyable. But now well, when you get bored of it, when you're like, okay, well, we've done it all we can do. We've been the best we can be. We've played it for six months as a team. We're bored. There's nothing else in the game to keep me here except a different map. And so the game the game uh, viableness dies down, and they move on to the next game. I, The way I compare PUBG and Fortnite together uh, for what they are... I compare that to Battlefield and Call of Duty. And what I mean by that is the there's older people that play Fortnite, right? But there's a type of person that plays Fortnite. Like, I like Fortnite better than PUBG myself because unless I play PUBG with a group, right? I like the realism of PUBG. I like the strategy that you do with PUBG. You could do the same type of strategy with PUBG. I mean, with Fortnite. But Fortnite... There's not 10-year-olds. There's not a majority of 10-year-olds playing PUBG, right? Like, if if a parent sees their kid play PUBG, they're going to be like, uh, I don't like that game for you, right? But they see the cartoony colors and stuff for Fortnite, and you get to build stuff. It's it's more colorful and fun, right? So there's a lot of more, more kids playing that. Where PUBG is that hardcore battle royale. Where Fortnite is... It's still, it's still a competitive game. But it just seems less competitive, right? It's like hardcore. And that's why I say Call of Duty slash Battlefield. Like Battlefield, people that like to play Battlefield like to play with a group, like to play together, like to uh, just be more in that realism where Call of Duty is all about the kill streaks and the kill death ratios and stuff like that. Fortnite's all about the crazy shots, crazy kills, crazy builds. And PUBG is about just straight up, I I beat you, right? So, I don't know. I just find it funny that a lot of people, the, the gaming industry is in a weird spot right now with people wanting a game, and yet they accept one in one game and then fight it in another. Speaking of that, right, we have Anthem, which is a big, we, we called it, I mean, we called it day one. We saw this at E3 2016, and we were like, there's no way in hell that's coming out in fall of 2018 
He said 19, maybe 20. But now we hear reports that March of 2019 is probably the last that they want to push it out by then because of investors and they have to get it out. They are so much trouble. Okay. We're seeing Destiny. I should say we're seeing Bungie 2. Point, well, actually, no, they already took 2.0. We're seeing Bungie 3.0 with Anthem, right? Anthem hasn't learned anything. People, Bioware people hasn't bailing, learned anything. They're bailing out, man. They listen, one, listen to the stories they tell you, and then they try to reassure you. And then you have to right. sit there as like a, a, an intelligent human being and go, that makes no fucking sense at all. The one of the lead writers leaves. Before the before the before the actual thing is done, because he says his part of the game is done. Right, right. So I'm going to leave. No, that's not uh, why he left. That's not why you leave. Right. First of all, his contradicts from an actual post from uh, EA Bioware. Okay, they said they're delaying the game for story. Three weeks later, the story guy, the main story guy, and then another head writer leave. To go start somewhere else. Now, if one tweet says that they're holding the game back because of writing, okay, and then the next couple weeks, the guys who do the writing leave, are they really waiting for story? Or did the guys that left saw the writing on the wall and said, I'm not working for you guys anymore because I still have integrity in my life. You're going to make this a microtransaction game. I don't want any part of it. And that's why we're leaving. Right. And then they put the tweet out saying, um, we need writers. Right. Yeah. Because, because in the middle of a game, you have to have new people come in and invent a story. Right. Right. Can you not see how that's going to go horribly wrong? Horribly wrong. Horribly wrong. It's it's gonna be I mean, you you can't you can't begin to tell me that this game whenever it releases whenever it does is oh. going to be correct. It's gonna be March at launch. It's gonna no be March two thousand nineteen. No way. No they, way. Even if 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 I don't understand if you're a company, you know you're making this game. They you know, they, you, they, you, they bid off. It's very simple. They bid off more than they could chew. I understand that, but you know they you're making this totally, game. Totally bid off more than they could chew. Because listen, how many MMOs are out there? How many MMOs oh, are out there? I, I can't even I count them. I don't want to hear any bullshit about they couldn't find information about what they were trying uh, this to This is my point. This is, this is my okay. point. Okay, it's 2018. We are 12 or 13 MMOs in. Okay. Well, well, 1,300 they, MMOs. No, 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 no. 12 or 13 major MMOs that have stood the test of time, done their full All cycle. Right. Uh, okay, like 25. Done their full cycle. Okay. Learning, understanding what the psychology is, how to keep people playing, why they play, character customizations. Like the list goes on and on. And you're going to tell me the biggest companies in the fucking planet right now can't figure <laughs> out how to fucking do it? If that's the case, then somebody's ego has to be so large so incredibly overwhelming unto everybody else that people just walk out. They walk out on their own company. They said, I can't do it. I can't it's, do it. it. It's funny to me, I, though, how? that they, they they literally had a drawing on the wall, right? Bungie has been doing this for three years before they even came out with their announcement, okay? They saw what was happening with Bungie, but yet they decided to do the exact same thing. Did, did they look at him and go, "We could do that better. We could do that better. We're gonna, we're gonna have, we're gonna have content come out 
all the time. We're going to have a better story than them. It's going to look better than theirs. And then this happens. This happens. It's so... It, it irritates me beyond belief, okay, that companies do the exact same mistakes that someone did before them. Why? It's, it's unbelievable. It's it's so, so how dumb. Do you, how do you not learn? Did you not play the game that fucked up? Did you not? <laughs> did you not just sit around and play it? Like you know, we could, you know, we could probably do better than this. I don't like the way this is done, but I, I like the way that the, the world works here. I want I want to make this right. Like, nothing. Like, like nothing. <laughs> like they don't know. Like it's not there. Like. We don't we don't know how to make a concrete story, right? This is this is what I think is the downfall of all of them right now is they believe the action and the microtransactions is what they work on first. They don't work on what the actual universe, the story, the plot, the character. Right. If you do that first and you do it well and solid and get people vested and like, wow, look at this universe. Wow, look at the guy I get to play. Wow, look at the stuff I get to put on my guy. I'm vested. I'm emotionally attached to my character. Then as the game progresses, you want to drop a few coins here and there in my front of my face, and let's see if I bite or not? That's the way you do right, it. Right. That's the way you do it. Not, right. we got to make a guy could shoot missiles out of his ass, infrared <laughs> lasers, and he can jump 40 feet for no reason to do nothing, just to kill shit. And they think that they think all the monkeys are going to line up and be right. like, ah, here. Uh, take my money take my money no that's not how it is right and they've done it three times now three times they've done this shit okay three times right what are we doing guys what are we doing can you Very guys true. make a game can right. you guys make a game it, I, I, it my, it my answer to you after after three years of playing destiny and and watching this and playing division right. And uh, playing right, all these right. fuck ups and divisions okay. out there, yeah. And, and playing these fuck ups, I'm like, hey, you guys still, you guys still don't get it. You think it's about the guns and the microtransactions, yep, and, and the cool factor. It's not about the story. It's always about the story. <laughs> okay, look at the games that sell the most copies. Look at the stories and the universes involved in them. Look at them. Besides Minecraft, take, take an hour out of your fucking Minecraft. day and look at the story-driven games that do so well. Yeah. What are we doing? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, Horizon Zero Dawn was a great, great, great story. Great story. But the, the problem with, with the problem with uh, a lot of writers, writers are hard to come by, man. I have a buddy who's been on the show. Who's been on the show? Uh, Evan was on the show last year. It's actually been a year since he's been on the show. But uh, he he's a great writer, okay? He has to proofread great writers, okay? Because... The great writers out there don't know how to write, right? They don't know Bungie's screwing up. They don't know their own lore, right? They're, they're screwing up on their own lore. Anthem can't come up with a damn story. They lost their head writer. They lost their second head writer, right? The lead writer and the head writer, okay? They both left because they were done with their section. Yeah, they were done with their section because they were like, yeah, no, we're not working for this game. Do me a favor. Take my name off the game. I don't, I don't, I don't want to be part of this game. Think Basically. about that. Yeah. Think about that. Four years of your life, three years of your life, you walk off like I don't want anything part of it. There's 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 certain people that can do that, right? There's certain people that with integrity, and there's certain people with integrity and a paycheck, right? The people with the integrity and a paycheck bite their lip, continue their work, keep their head down, do their job, and, and get paid. The ones with the integrity this is why I can't hold the job in the regular world. This is why I worked in the film industry. I'm very vocal. 
I, I say what's off the top of my head. If I worked for a company like this and saw this was going on, I'm like, what's wrong with you fucking people? Don't you see what's happening in the industry and you're trying to do the exact same thing? I would be fired, right? But before they fired me, I'd be like, you know what? I'm done. And I would walk away, right? But I don't care about the paycheck at that point because my integrity, okay? I, I, I don't want to be a part of a company that's trying to be swindlers and stuff like that. So Anthem... When it comes out, it's going to get hyped. It's going to be so hyped. Okay. You, you, want, you think the advertisements for Destiny were bad? Oh. Wait till you see. Wait till you see what the advertisements Here, are for, here's, for Anthem. Here's one of the things that you'll notice. If Anthem comes out with real world, like IRL, like Bungie did, like commercials, that's when you know the game is in bad shape. Because that means the gameplay is not very good. And they didn't, they didn't want to show you anything within the game. And that's why they hire live actors or do CGI. Okay, they do CGI. If they come out with live action trailers, I'm telling you right now. Absolutely. Do it's gonna not. Look like, it's going to look like Robotech. Do not buy this game. Wait. Wait till Christmas. Because it comes out in March 2019, supposedly. Wait, wait, wait for wait for Christmas 2019. Right, right. 2019. Christmas 2019. <laughs> and then get it on sale. Uh, I'm sure it'll be a, a fun game, right? Like I had fun with Destiny. Right, but Destiny lied to us about what the game was, and then they fucked it up even more with Destiny Two. And if anybody wants to fight me on that, that's fine. I just want to know what game you're playing right now. Is it Destiny Two? If not, I I stand correct. All right, because I remember people coming in my channel day one when Destiny Two came out. And I said this is a shallow game. This is a bad game. This is this is so bad. And people were like, well, "Why are you playing it?" Well, I bought it. I'm gonna I'm looking. I'm, I'm looking for the. I'm looking for the crumb in the right, corner. Right. I'm looking I'm, for I'm something. Gonna, I'm gonna finish it, and once I finish the story, then I'm then I'm done, and I stand by my side because I don't play Destiny or Destiny Two anymore. So yeah. see, th okay, that's a good segue, Storm. We are gonna we're, we're gonna talk about that right now, actually, and why why we're having this issue with gaming in general. Okay, the issue that we that we try to get in, that we instill in people is if you look at the games in the '90s. Okay, regardless if they were quote unquote multiplayer or not, the game was made, the universe was created. It was your job to investigate the universe of the game and solve the game. You found the secrets, you found the puzzles, you found the weapons, you, you, you camaraderated with your friends about it, what they found, what you found. And when the game was over, the game was over and we went on to the next game. Okay, now the multiplayer games like Smash TV and Street Fighter and Mortal Kombat and the sports games that allowed you to play like two people or four player. Remember four player, Mike? Four player Madden? Four player NHL? Does Loved. anybody else remember that? Yeah. I remember that. That was fucking <laughs> insanity in a, in a house full of drunk people playing Good fucking stuff. hockey and football all night long. I remember that on spring break alone. Now, fast forward. We want bigger games. We want we want more intense games. I want I want whole engrossing worlds. So who was the first one to jump in the pool and says, oh, you want a full-blown grossing world? We can do it. We're going to try to do it. And lo and behold comes out Grand Theft Auto 3. Right. Okay? The first time ever where the world of a two-dimensional game that was only talked about through inner circles of hyper-nerd PC players knew what Grand Theft Auto was. Yep. Okay? And then when Grand Theft Auto 3 came out— On the PlayStation. That, yep. That began— that began PlayStation 2. the explosion of what the next level games had to be. Had to be. 
Right, but we didn't ask for it, right? We didn't no, ask for it. We right. did not ask for that. Right, we didn't they ask for it. They decided we're going to take this two-dimensional world and we're going to blow it into 3D and we're going to blow the fucking socks off of everybody. And did they do that? Yes, they fucking did. Everybody and their mother, who was old enough to know what Grand Theft Auto was, had that game at least in the first couple of years that it was ever out. Oh, it was like okay. 99, 2000. Is that when it okay. came out? I think. It was- and then, and then they were like, you know what? We have to trump ourselves. They they got all high and mighty on themselves. Rockstar was like, we got to trump ourselves. How do we trump? How do we trump Grand Theft Auto Three? And the guys got in the room. They started, they started pounding craft beers. Started smoking some good crip. Okay, and they started going, <laughs> hey, why don't we go back in time? We'll do a Miami Vice theme, and we'll do Grand Theft Auto, and we'll get the dude from Goodfellas to be the voice. It'll be fucking awesome. And was it fucking awesome? Yes. Yes, it was the most fucking awesome game ever released in its time. Okay, that's how it works. Right, right. That's how it works. Okay, <laughs> somebody tell Foxy what Crip is now. <laughs> the the long play games started coming down, and we needed so action adventure games. The Zelda, the new Zelda that came out on the Super Nintendo, it was still a three quarter view yep. Zelda just redone, yep, and everybody was... loved it. Same thing, secrets, puzzles, weapons, find the bosses, how to defeat the bosses, talk to your friends about killing the bosses. Right. Game over, game's over, we all discussed it, and we wait for the next game. Now comes the land of EA and Activision with the goddamn multiplayer game that started (laughs) off fine. Started off fine. We all wanted to play a multiplayer game with multiple people, kill, shoot, tanks, planes, whatever. Now, first Battlefield came out, kind of sort of was okay. Remember, online sucked back then, kids. I'm sorry, some of you don't know that, but the first online games multiplayer, like SOCOM, does anybody else remember SOCOM? I played I love hours SOCOM. and hours and hours of SOCOM. SOCOM makes PUBG look like a kindergarten class, okay? Yeah, like, because like, the time to SOCOM. kill in SOCOM was, if I saw you first, I win. That's basically <laughs> right, what it came down right. to. Okay, that's basically what it came down to. And the online was fucking dial-up, okay? <laughs> it was fucking dial-up, people. There was no fucking high-speed internet. You're playing right. fucking SOCOM, right. okay? This is only now going the, back to 2002. Right? This is only 2002. The, the internet gets better. The games start advancing. And we get a, a, a little-known game comes out made by EA called Battlefield 1942. That's and 2001. Everyone's like, what, what's, what's this all about? I don't understand what's going on. I'm just some dude running around. I get to shoot shit. Like, I don't understand. Then the wheels start turning in some of these people. Then the wheels start turning. They're like, wait a minute. I'm on a team with how many people? This is on right. PC now, kids, not console. I'm on, wait, 64 players? 64 players. And we have to take over Two, flags. 2002. We have to take over flags together. And I can do better if I'm in a tank or a Jeep and I can get my friend in the back of the Jeep who can fire the machine gun and I can jump over a sand dude and crush some dude while I'm trying to take the flag. Is this the greatest game ever? 2001? Yes. Yes, it was. Fucking Battlefield 1942 was played from 2002 2002. to 2010. 2002. No, 2002. Okay, 2002. People stopped, no, before people stopped playing it like all together. No, no, I'm saying it came out in 2002. It came out in 2002. Yeah, yeah, yes, yeah. it came out in 2002, yeah. right? Greatest game ever. And now EA had the hook in us. I'm like, okay, well, now we can do multiplayer games. Okay. The internet starts getting better. I get to do another Battlefield. And then Call of Duty comes out. Greatest game ever. Call of Duty came out and did a long play adventure. And when the game was over, you jumped into maps with your buddies. Right. And you fought on a map to map flag based combat. 
That's the way it works. Okay, the story was there first, and when the story is over, and I have finished everything and found all the secret shit I had to find, the weapons and the secret plans and the secret cutscenes or whatever else they put in there for the Call of Duty series, then I played the multiplayer maps. Yep. That's what carried the game over after the game was over. Now, we're only on multiplayer, and everyone bitches because the gun doesn't work right, this doesn't work. The the the, uh, the accuracy for the guns doesn't work. This is OP. This gun is OP. This everyone complains about everything because all it is is just straight multiplayer. They got nothing else to work on. They got That's nothing right. else to bitch about. Yep. Where's the single player? Where's the single player? Well, this is this right? is so now we go further than that. Now we're on long play adventures. This is history lessons okay. with Sarge. Right now we're on long play adventures with epic epic universes like Horizon Zero Dawn. Right. God of War, okay? Uh, Dark Souls. I, I have no idea what universe that's in, but it's fucking amazing, okay? <laughs> Long play adventure, and each of them their own little niche. Nobody said everyone has to buy Dark Souls. Nobody said everybody has got to buy God of War. Nobody says everyone's got to buy uh, Horizon Zero Dawn. That's a niche game for niche people, and then you guys figure out what you want to do, okay? That's, that's, what you, that's the game they make. I make a game based on these criteria, and we see who's into it. And we see if they tell their friends to buy it. Is it cool enough for them to buy? Now we're in fucking no man's land, all right? Now we're in, a, we're, in a, we're in a world where I am making a game for the sole purpose to see how much money I can get from you over a six-month period. Right. Because at the end of six months is when I release the DLC that I've already cut out of the game to see if you'll buy that to keep the game playing because we need to keep – money in the game in order to keep making content for the game because we don't know how to make a complete game. Bullshit. Bullshit. You know, the, I need a timeout. This rant was so time deep. Out. This rant was so so deep. I don't even know what the topic was. Don't even know what the topic was. Just he just he just went off. He just went off on this. I love when I love when Sarge does that. Let's see. So calm. Was it 2000? I think it was one. Navy SEALs inside the game PlayStation Underground. We'll, we'll go to this while... Uh, this was SOCOM. Love SOCOM. Did he just drop the mic? I think he did. Yeah, he, he literally just went, I need a break. And he, and he left. <laughs> and the final walk-off. That's what Sarge does. That's why Sarge is here. I want to go get himself either, uh, I'm going to say he's going to get himself some alcohol. Maybe a tea. Maybe a tea. Some apple juice. It could be apple juice. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, so this is SOCOM. SOCOM was such a good game. And the multiplayer of SOCOM was, was fantastic. It was absolutely fantastic. He's right, though. He's absolutely right about what what have games have turned into which is a great which is a great segue okay because of what people and stories and stuff okay so let's let's go back to the uh to 2010 right 2010 2011 minecraft came out and that game has no story there's no story in minecraft now there's a story in minecraft but when when minecraft came out there was no story you could do what you want in the open sandbox world and have a great time, right? Just have a great time. Now, here we are, right? 
No Man's Sky came out in 2016, right? And people absolutely was it 2016 or was it last year? It was 2016. It was 2016. And people No Man's Sky. And 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 people just shat all over it, right? And the reason they shot over No Man's Sky is because they were lied to. They were lied to because they were told uh what was his name again? Sean Sean uh Sean Murray. Sean Murray, thank you very much. Uh they were he was the spokesperson and the and the lead developer and the and the creator of it. Uh, from Sony, go market your game. And he's like, well, I don't, I don't want to market my game because I'm not a marketing guy. And they're like, you should sell it. That's how games sell if you sell your own game. And we had to wait a full year, uh, basically, before No Man's Sky is what Sean Murray told us it would be. He actually never said it would be multiplayer, ever. In no well, shape, or form did he tell it. But he also didn't stop people when they said, is this multiplayer? He just kind of went, eh, well, you know. So the reason I'm bringing up No Man's Sky, it's an open world sandbox game. Okay, what do you do in No Man's Sky? Well, you're you're an astronaut. You're you don't know what you are, but you're exploring the the universe and and trying to find find stuff. Right? Go go explore. Have fun. There's a huge core core uh, you know group hardcore people that love that love that game. And then here we are with Sea of Thieves. Sea of Thieves. In no way, shape, or form has ever said anything that in the game that they didn't put in the game, right? People, in general, have taken whatever they thought up in their head and said, well, it should have this, it should have this. This game is dumb because it doesn't have this. This game's stupid because it should have this. Where Rare said, here's our game, right? Here's five betas that you can play before the game comes out. Uh... If you like it, purchase it. I don't think Rare even thought they were going to... Uh, I don't even think Rare thought they were going to sell as many copies as they did. And they actually came out in a video the other day and said... They're at four more four times the amount of people they, they thought were going to buy the game. Right? Which is a lot. Which is a lot. Because if they were only expecting, let's say, a million... And you had four million people buy the game... It's ridiculous. Right? They weren't expecting that. So... I really think the people that don't know what Sea of Thieves is or think Sea of Thieves is shitty or it's stupid and there's nothing to do and it's 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 so repetitive, the game is not for everybody, okay? Sea of Thieves is a game that tells you exactly what it is. Let me let me show you this trailer, okay, that they that they have. This trailer came out I think literally 3 years ago. 2 years ago. Three years ago. Let me find it. Let me see if I can find it. Uh, announced trailer. That's three months ago. E3 video gameplay. That's one year ago. Oh, man. Where is this? Announcement trailer. Two years ago. This has to be it. Nope. This is not it either. There's a cinematic trailer that I actually have. Which I can't bring up because my computer's being idiotic. But the whole trailer shows you. Actually, you know what? I can bring it up. Media source. Give me one second, guys. One second. Media source. Browse. What would you do with a drunken sailor? What would you do with a drunken sailor? 
Go ahead, Sarge. What do you think about uh, Sea of Thieves? Why, why I bring this up? I, I gotta find it first. Okay. Well, first of all, I knew from the beta what kind of game it was going to be. I, 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 I listen enough, I played enough games, and when they're, when they're honest about it and they just tell you what they're trying to accomplish, then you understand what's going to happen. The problem is, is that games now, it's like, it's like rolling a ball into a cup, right? The ball has to go into one of these cups. It's meant for one of these cups. And everybody that sees a game come out like this says, okay, well, what, what, what cup is it? What, what, what ball does this game fit into? Like, what is it? What is it? What is it? Right. And, and if someone tells you, we, we made this world that's about pirates, there's no progression system like you think there is to get better as somebody else. It's more along the lines of learning how to sail, working together, actually working together on a ship with your buddies telling them what to do, not in a mean way, and having a boat function efficiently to beat somebody else at the same game. That's what it is. That's the fun of it. If you're smarter than the other crew and you guys work together, it's gonna be fun for you. Right. If you are a tool and want to be told how to play every fucking game there is down the pike, and because this game doesn't come with a list of instructions, or a fluffer, okay, that <laughs> I can't play this game. I don't like this game, okay? I don't understand this game. Well, maybe you need to understand the guys who are making the game and listen to what they're telling you what the game is. Right, right. It's not you to be power-mongering and try to get the better guns over somebody else. Anybody can beat anyone at any time. It depends on who's working together. It actually matters. <laughs> Like, this is an actual test of, like, society. The game shows you how to work and tell you. The only way you can be, you know, the only way you're actually going to do well in this game is if you have a team of guys together and work together. Now, if you want to be by yourself, I've seen, I've seen streams where a guy on a sloop by himself beats a ship with four guys on it and a frigate. Yep. Right? Yep. I watched it happen multiple times. Now you have to say to yourself, how stupid do these four guys have to be on this boat? <laughs> right, that, from one that, guy. That they, that they cannot kill this guy on a boat. They got eight guns. They got four of them. Okay, ram them. Do something. No, you want to know why? Because the guy in the sloop understands the wind, understands how fast his boat goes, understands how fast his boat turns, understands how badly he can turn if he drops the anchor in the middle of a high-speed turn, how far his boat is going to turn right. so he can go the other direction. Where does he position his sails when he does the turn? Does he have his sails in the right position that as soon as he makes the turn, the sails flare up and he takes off like a rocket, leaving the guys behind while they're trying to maneuver? He keeps firing his gun well, into, into their ass right, over right. and over again. Like, it's called strategy. It's called actual mentality for a game. The, the, strategy. It's a strategy. This... It's not, I'm in my underwear. <laughs> I'm over here in the corner with my beer and pretzels. And I'm just going to yell at people playing CDs. Fuck you. Fuck you, <laughs> motherfucker. I don't understand this game. This is stupid. This is stupid. What, I, what am I getting? A chicken? A fucking chicken? This right. is stupid. What's the, what's like, the point? They think, they think that that's the game. They think that trying to collect as many fucking chickens is the game. And that's why they're like, this game's fucking right. stupid. Right. This game's fucking the stupid. Game... What the fuck am I doing with a chicken? So, so look at this trailer. This trailer is two years old. 
everything in this trailer, it tells you exactly what the game is. Everything that's in this trailer is in the game or going to be in the game within the next three months, right? There's like a cat supposed to be in the game. Like you have, you're going to get pets, right? There's going to be microtransactions in the game, which are only cosmetic that don't help you in any way, shape or form. Everything in this game, your experience is like real life, right? So there's people on the forums, which I love. One guy wrote on the forums and said, I've been playing for 10 minutes. I don't know what to do. This game is stupid. There's no, there's no one telling me where to go or, or do anything. I went, I literally replied to him and said, how do you make it through your day-to-day -day life? Do you wait and sit in a chair until someone comes into your room and says, hey, Tom, what'd you do today? Well, I did nothing because uh, no one told me to do anything, right? I understand that Sea of Thieves is a game, okay? Get it. You're supposed to have fun in the game. Fantastic. There's also a mentality of people that like to play games, right? Because they want to be like pushed to the edge or learn something challenged. and challenged, right? This is why people play chess, why other people play Monopoly, why other people play. This is why some people like baseball, why other people like football, different things for different folks, okay? Just because it's a video game doesn't mean everyone has to play it. Right? Doesn't mean a two-year-old should be able to play it. Doesn't mean a 99-year-old should play it. It means the people that want to play it, play it. My thing is, I've been playing this game for one year. One year and like two weeks, right? Because I was an alpha tester, okay? I played this game so much that I literally know the map like the back of my hand. I can tell you where a, uh, one of the islands is. If we're going towards another one and someone's like, where's the outpost? I'm like, that's south of us. Okay. Like I know where it is based on the other. And I'm getting better and better every time I sail. Okay. Just like you made it a description. I Today, I was playing by myself, which people are like, playing by yourself is stupid. It's unrewarding. There's nothing to do. You get griefed all the time. I've never... Never in the year that I've been playing, and the solo has only been out for about eight months, I've never ever, okay, been griefed. I've never been chased down and someone took my treasure from me, okay? I've, I've been in fights and I've won. I've been that guy that's taken down a whole crew on, on, a, on, a, on a giant galleon in a sloop by myself. Why? Because I understand what to do in the game. I understand where if I'm going to make a move... I'm not going to go grab the treasure, go to the closest outpost. Oh, there's a boat in front of me in the outpost. I'm going to try to ram them and then try to get to the outpost and run. No, I look at it and go, okay, what, what's around me? Okay, there's a boat coming in the distance. He's going to try to he's going to try to steal my shit, right? That's the first thing I do. I'm like, okay, if he steals my shit, where am I going? Okay, what's the closest outpost? The outpost is the closest to me is not the safest. So I'll go to the farthest outpost. Right there, that, that separates the people. People are going to go... I'm not going that far because I want to turn in my chest right away. That's not the game. The game is to become pirate legend. And how to become pirate legend, okay, is one in the game, level up and get pirate legend. But at the same time, just playing the game and getting better at it, just like every day, getting directions. If someone comes up to you, you go, oh, where do you have to go? Oh, you got to go to the gas station? Well, go down three blocks. Hang a left at the yellow at the yellow mailbox. Go down two more blocks. The second stop sign. You want to go over to like you know your environment. You know what to do. This game is so much fun. Okay, so much fun. When I'm playing by myself, I'm so relaxed and so at ease. And at the same time, it's such a good feeling when someone tries to get you. My heart starts pumping. Right. I'm so like like whoa. 
this is going to be good, right? Like, what's going to happen? I have three treasure chests on me. I could lose them. Oh, well, if I lose them, I lose them. It's part of the experience, right? It's to make the stories. Like, it's such a good experience to have, and people just don't get it because it doesn't gift wrap it for them and hand it to them and go, here you go, Sarge. Here you go. Here's your treasures. Go turn them in. No one here. Here, let the ships part their ways. Go ahead and get to the, the, the outpost so you can go turn them in. Isn't that fun? Yay, let's do it again with no with no interest whatsoever. No one's going to shoot you. No one's going to harm you, Sarge. Just go ahead. Just go to the outpost. Right? It's so frustrating when people get upset because they don't understand something. If you don't understand something doesn't mean you have to shit talk it because it's a shitty game because you don't understand the game okay the game they told you what it was they've never described it in any way other shape or form they said the point of uh, the point of sea of thieves is to become pirate legend and, and what it, what it means is, is how you do that hours hours spent means you're going to look more badass which means you know you're better at the game that's right. that's the symbolic the symbolism of the game right if I'm the one that has the most money, I have the coolest shit. That means I know what the fuck I'm doing because I haven't been robbed 75 times. Right, right. Today, today I did a maneuver. Okay, I did one with Potato. Potato was—I don't know if Potato's still in chat. We did one like two weeks ago or a couple weeks ago when we were playing the beta. Right, we had this ship come at us, and it was a big galleon. And I was like, "There's no way we're gonna outrun them because they're faster than us." So all I did was. I started going right towards these rocks because most people don't know how to steer the big ship, right? And I'm a really good, I'm not, I'm not gloating. I'm a really good captain. I know how to get around the oceans. I know how to park my ship. I know how to get close to the rocks without hitting them. I, every once in a while I'll get hit or whatever, but I'm not sinking my ship by hitting rocks. Okay. I'll, I'll skirt right next to them. Right. And then I'll cut through and then come back around and, and come through. Okay. And I use, I use my terrain as bait. Like, I know there's a sand barge on a certain point of the map, okay? And I'm going to ride along towards it and then kind of drift a little bit and then come back towards it. So when the other ship's coming at me, they think they have a straight path, but yet there's a goddamn sand barge right in the middle of the ocean. They're going to hit it, and they're going to be like, what the fuck was that? And you just ramp it, right? But your whole now you're slowed down, okay? Now you have holes in your ship. You're, you're in bad shape. Okay, today I rode away from the outpost. The outpost was literally 100 yards away from me. I could have turned it in, but a ship was barreling in on me. So I turned away, put my sails at full mass, got the wind, started going completely away in the opposite direction. Saw which way the wind changed. I said, okay, I'm going to swing my sail around, drop anchor, make a complete uh, you know, 180 U-turn. Okay, and then when I lift my, my thing, the wind's going to catch me and I'm going to shoot right by him. It's exactly what it, what happened. Now, the guy didn't know what he was doing, and then he took a really wide turn. By the time he completely turned around, I had to be a good thousand meters in front of him. Big gap between us. So then I switched again, and then he thought he was smart because he cut the corner to try to catch me. Well, I went through these rocks. By that time, it changed. did a loop around, and then I started shooting him in the back, and I sank their boat. Okay. That's the difference between someone who understands what you're supposed to do and someone 
You didn't see me go, why the fuck are these guys chasing me? What the fuck? This is bullshit. Why is the wind coming at me like this? Oh, that was a storm. The storm's going to sink me. Oh, it's like I'm talking to Rare like they're the gods. And I'm like, why are you doing this to me, Rare? Why are you going like... It's, it's, not, it's not they're against you. Like, the wind shifts within the server. It's not like Square G24's got the, the wind going f southwest... Okay, well, G22 has got it going northeast. No, the wind is moving across the whole server. So everyone at the exact same time is experiencing the exact same wind if you're going from one direction to the next. It's so funny to me how people are just so... I don't want to say, is it naive? Is it the word I'm looking for? No, no it's narrow-minded. Okay, narrow <clears throat> if, if, if it doesn't fit into the box, they don't accept it. Right. right. If right. I'm not, if if I if I don't have the the flag on the top of my screen on my compass, telling me where to go, I don't understand the game. Right. If I'm if I'm not told, if I'm not told that getting the mo getting the, all the weapons unlocked to finish the game is the end of the game. If I wasn't told that, then I don't understand how to play the game. Right. Like everything has to be told to some people in order for them to enjoy the game. This is why it gets very convoluted when people are reviewing games. And this is also another topic, okay? A game review is oh. not a review about the game. A game review is about this person's experience with this game. Right. Un until we have a set list of topics to attach to a game to judge it on, Every opinion, every every review that you hear about every game it's an is an opinion. That man's opinion about his experience with the game. Right, which is completely right? which is so I propose that either 30 and I will sit around and discuss this and we'll come up with a list that goes to every game. And you're scored based on those criteria of the game. Based and on right. how, and that's how the game is scored. That's how the game is scored. Because my not experience, based on, not based on what you may or may not have right. liked in the game. Because if I, if 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 we have two different experiences, right? Like I play the game, and let's say I'm a master at the sea, and Sarge plays the game, and he's just getting shit on by the storm, and then he's getting pounded on by other ships, and he, and he can't get. A, he's gonna think that the game is the worst game in the world, and he's gonna deduct points because he didn't have fun. Meanwhile, I'm gonna give it a lot of points because I had a shit ton of fun. Okay, and that what. That shouldn't be what a game is is based on if you're going to do a review. This is one of the reasons I talk about me not doing reviews because I don't think a review uh, – I don't want to just score anything. I don't think I, I need to give it a score. I always give you my thoughts on a game and how it works for me, right? I never tell people like, well, this is the greatest game in the world and you should go pick it up right now. I'm like, well, it's good. It's got a good story. It's got good gun mechanics. No, I like you, it. But you you back a game that fits the criteria of a game that you like. Correct. Like for me, I like multiplayer war simulations with vehicles. Hence, Bad Company One, Bad Company Two, Battlefield Three, Battlefield Four, Battlefield right. Battlefield right. One. Like I enjoy those games. I enjoy team-based combat, trying to kick the ass of another team. Right. That's that. I will talk up those games. There's already people coming out with scores. There's already people coming out with scores for the game. Okay. Which kind of frustrates me because the point of the game is to become pirate legend, okay? And we don't know what that is yet, right? Until we know what that is and what that details, 
I don't think anyone can give an actual full game review, right? Until you sit there and get every faction up to level 50, I don't think you can give an actual review of Sea of Thieves. You can give your thoughts on the part that you played, right? And yes, I guess it could be looked at and go, well, it's it's very repetitive. I, all I'm doing is getting gold chests from, from point A to point B, if that's the way you want to look at it. But the way I look at it is I'm with my crew and we're having a blast. Or if I'm by myself, I make my own story based on it, right? So in-game chat is very important with this game. Very important. If you're in a party chat, you're literally doing a, a injustice to what this game is supposed to be. Because if you're in a party, you can't communicate with anybody else in the world. So what that says to the other team is they don't want to speak. They're hostile. Okay, I've, I've gotten into so many scenarios and people don't want to listen to me. I'm like, if you play in-game chat, okay, you should talk to them, right? I literally killed somebody, okay? We were on a galleon. I saw a small sloop, murdered him. Cold blood, just jumped on his ship and shot him in the back of the head, okay? He didn't know what, was, what hit him. I waited for him on his boat because he had no treasure. I waited for him. When he came back up, okay, when he came back up, he was ready to shoot me. But I said, hey, hey, I said, no need to fight, man. I was like, you don't have any treasure. I'm not going to kill you again. There's no need to do this. I said, would you like to join us and become part of our crew? And he's like, well, yeah, I would like that. I'm like, great. I'll stay on this boat with you. The rest of my crew's on the big galleon ship over there. We need help attacking the other galleon ship. He's like, oh, that's awesome. He's like, you want to drive or you want me to drive? I'm like, you drive. It's your ship. Okay, I'll shoot. Okay, now we have... Something that couldn't happen in any other type of game, okay? I'm, I now just grabbed a person that I murdered, okay? Said, hey, buddy, you want to join us? And now we have a small ship and a big ship fighting one other ship. And that, the other big ship has no idea what the hell's going on now because now there's two ships fighting him. And he's like, well, why isn't that little ship fighting at the other big ship? It's because we accommodated it, bitches. That's, that's the way it is, right? I've been, in, I've been in scenarios where we literally took a hostage, okay? Who would stay as a hostage, right? Like, if he moved, we held a gun to his head the whole time. And when we found a a, a cursed chest, one of those chests of sorrows that, that cries and starts to fill your boat up, okay, we made him pick up the chest because in-game chat now, we're like, pick up the chest, get on top of that ladder right there, right? If you move, I'll blow your head off, okay? Now, the kid could have easily said, fuck you guys, shoot me and kill me. But no, he took that and said, I want to play with this. I want to role play with them as their hostage, okay? He was our hostage for a good hour and a half, okay? But within 45 minutes after carrying our, our luggage for us, okay, while we got back to port, the next time he we went out, he stayed on our boat as a non-hostage, okay? He stayed on our boat, and then when we went to do some missions, we gave him a couple of chests, okay? To be like, hey, man, thanks for playing with us. Here's Here's your cut. Here's your cut of the pie, okay? Wouldn't have happened if I was in party chat. Wouldn't have happened if I was in party chat. So this game needs to be played with in-game chat. Don't be in your own little party chat. And I know there's people, even the streamers do it. Some of the streamers are in Discord, but they also can push the talk in the game on the PC. Xbox, you need to, there's no push to talk. You have to be in the game. If you're in a party, you're doing a detriment, uh, what's the word I'm looking for? Detriment. Uh, to yourself uh, for the game for not doing what they... I mean, it even says in the very main screen when you're when you're about to play, it says, for the best experience, 
put it on game chat. You know what I mean? It's such a good game as far as of a fun time. If you're by yourself, they, they do need to fix a couple things. I think they do need to fix a couple things. Right now, the servers are messed up. And I want to talk about this. They did a rollout event, right, across the world where it released at midnight for everybody. It released for midnight for everybody around the world. And they, they kept to it. They kept to it across the world until they got until they got to the U.S. When they got to the U.S. and it was time for the East Coast to get midnight, instead of just releasing it to midnight there, they released it to the whole country at midnight. And, of course, the servers crashed and nobody could get on. And it was like 45 minutes and then it was all buggy. Why? Why would they do that? Why would they do a midnight rollout along the way, but yet when they hit America, they took however many people are in the country, okay, that bought the game and do it live at one time. Does this make sense to you, Sarge? Why would they, why would they a company do that? Why couldn't they just wait three more hours to roll it out slowly? Haven't they learned their lesson from every other game that's ever done it and and and, and failed? Maybe it's got to do with the network. Do you think they have East Coast servers? Is that what you think they, they have? Maybe that's the only servers they had at the time. Hmm. You know, maybe that's the only ones that they rented for whatever building. Because remember, there are buildings in America that are just server buildings. Yeah, server. Yeah, usually they're in the middle of the right. country. Yeah, yeah. Right. So maybe they, maybe they didn't have networks set up for the for each each time zone or each section of the country. Maybe that somebody fucked up. It could have just been like a keystroke: activate <laughs> America, yes, no, or now, activate time zone Eastern Central. You know what I'm saying? Like just someone yeah. clicked the wrong switch, and that was it. Now I tweak tweak in my chat the other day was we were talking. He said I he hated because he was on the West Coast. He hated when they had to the East Coast got on before him. And I understand where he's coming from, but at the same time, if they're doing a midnight release for everyone, when it hits midnight for you guys, three hours later, you'll you'll get it, right? It's just for the initial launch, because then once it goes live for you, you can log in on any time you want, right? Like New Zealand had 24 hours notice ahead of time. And what Tweak said it actually resonated with me. He said, yeah, but those people have a 24-hour advantage over you, which I get if it was a game that progression mattered, right? In this game, progression doesn't matter, so you paying 24 hours advance before me, if you're racing to get to level 50, then technically they might have a better chance of getting it there before you because they had 24 hours. But if they didn't do that, right, if they're, if they're not racing and they're just playing the game... There is no progression system, so there is no worry about people getting ahead, right? So I could play a thousand hours, you could play five minutes, you could do the same missions that I do. The only difference between me and you is that I have more experience in the actual game. So I think for for this particular game, I think it it sets to to not exist about, you know, it's not fair as far as they get to play earlier than me, because it, the progression doesn't matter. Um yeah, but remember the progression for the original Battlefield Bad Company was that you couldn't use a gun until you lose use the gun before that one, right? So everybody had to use the same shitty guns in order to get to the good gun, right? Right, and then if it you kill more people, you got better. Just, yeah. It wasn't just jump around, get whatever, whatever gun you wanted like it is now in Battlefield 1 and even in Battlefield 4, it has the same thing. You actually had to use the shitty gun, and then it would unlock the other gun, and then you had to use that gun. And then as you learned each gun, because if you have to kill, I think I think it was like 100 kills or 200 kills for each well, weapon. Yeah, now with Battlefield 1, before, right? Before you unlock the next gun. So that means that you were learning each gun 
the right. way it shot, the way it fired, the way it handled. And then along the way, you would pick up mods to put on the either the shitty gun or not to see if you can make the shitty gun better. Right. Because you were stuck using the shitty gun. That's but, how it worked. Now, but that's, that, there's, there's no the same... learning, there's no nothing. It's just skip around, take whatever well, no. gun you want. That's not true. They do that in Battlefield 1. They did it. And also in, in Battlefront 2. Not. Yeah, no, in Star Wars Battlefront 2, you had to use I, the shittiest as gun. As, as long as I have the fucking money, I can pick whatever gun I want, unlock it, and use the gun. Well, correct. When the game first started, though, you didn't have the money. You got the money every day. No, you no, opened no, up no. loot crates. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But, to, uh, get the, to get the, the very, currency. But what I'm saying is the very first day, you all had the same shitty gun. Yeah, we all right. had the same shitty gun for the first six hours. Right. Battlefront 2. Else, right. Battlefront 2, you have the same shitty gun. Until you start shooting things and killing things with that gun, then you unlock the next gun. And people hated that. They hated it. They're like, well, this is stupid. Why do I want to play a game like this? Right. And I'm like, well, that's the progression level. That's what it is. That's how you progress. And then as you learn, you find out what gun you like. You go back to that gun. I like this gun better for this guy. Right. I'm, I'm going to pick this gun with this scope. Or this thing it makes the gun handle better. I like the way it shoots. And everybody had choices. Battlefield 1 kind of lost it because it's not, it's, there's no mods on a gun. It's just type of gun. Right. It's, it's, well, it's, it's World type War of gun. One, right? It's I World War it. One. Right. I get it. But there are games out there that doesn't that don't have a lot of gun options. And right. They're still fucking fantastic. Right. I'm talking to you, Halo. I'm talking to you. Okay. We're looking at for, you. For, for some reason, Halo only has 12 guns or 13 guns. And it's the fucking greatest game of all time. All right, I'm gonna bring up. And they don't even, and they don't even have mods. There's no mods on those guns. It's the gun is the gun. We're we're gonna we're gonna bring up Star Wars Battlefront Two news uh, next segue. Right, if my Xbox ever turns on, we'll we'll wait for that to turn. Uh, Star Wars did an update. They did a major update. Right, so it's six months after the game uh, launched. Uh, they got rid of the loot crates completely now. Absolutely, completely. Now it's all cosmetic. It truly is all cosmetic. You can't buy the star cards or anything like can't that. Buy nothing. Uh, well, no, you can. You can buy. You can buy skins with real money. Right, you can't. You can't buy nothing for progression. You can't buy nothing. Correct. Correct. So I'm gonna bring this up. We're gonna look at it um, first. I I haven't done this yet. So basically, what they did was they got rid of all the progression. Or I'm sorry, they got rid of all the loot crates. So every day when you come in, or you take your money now to spend on loot crates to open up to get star cards to upgrade your star cards and get your you get your uh, weapon parts and then take those weapon parts to unlock certain things. That's gone. It's gone. So now what they have is a actual progression system. So the progression system, which will Watch a video in a second when it when it pops up. Uh, basically takes if you if you want to use a support guy, the more you play the support guy, the more level up you get, right? And then you get unlock skill points with that class, and then you take those skill points and you put them towards the star cards that you want to uh, to to put into whatever class you want to, you know, like your actual class. So if you want to level up your support class, level up your support class. If you want to level up your soldier. Level up your soldiers. If you want to level up your, your heavy guy, play your heavy guy. If you want to level up Luke Skywalker, you're going to have to play Luke Skywalker. Meaning, you're going to have to kill somebody in the game, get enough points to unlock Skywalker within the game, and then use Skywalker in the game. And then the more you use him in the game, the more stuff you can unlock. It's a much better system. Much better system. I don't know why they didn't do this in the, in the, in the very beginning. Uh, they didn't. But, so, we're going we're gonna to check it out now. Move it over here so I can get a better, better look at this. <clears throat> I don't think the uh, yeah, I, I think I have it muted. 
No, you actually, you can hear it. You're good. All right, so let's check out the spring progress update. Is this what I want to look at? There was a video. No, this is not it. There was a video there earlier. Now the video is not there. Come on. Come on. That's just stupid. Is there a video on the website? Let me see if there's a video here. This game got the shit kicked out of it. And I feel really bad because the game itself, it's a good game. It is a good game. Uh, let's see, is there, where they would shit, I? They shit on my childhood. What do you mean they shit on your childhood? They shit on my childhood. That, that's why the game didn't sell, bro. It's not because the game didn't look good. They the, shit the video, all over it. The video is gone. I can't even find the video now. Son of a bitch! Now I gotta look up on YouTube. The game is actually a really good game. It's not... It, there's no skill gap, and there's no tactics involved. Uh, there is tactics. Let's see. Uh, Star Wars Battlefront 2... Is it update? Can we look at the actual Battlefield site? <clears throat> I just find it interesting that it took them this long to figure out that they had to take out the box altogether. And, well, and, 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 and the way it's structured now, the way it's structured now, they can't put back microtransactions the same way anyway. It can only be for skins now. Well, it's funny to me that everyone shot on the game for putting microtransactions in the game, which... No, it wasn't because they put microtransactions well, in the game. Well, hold it was on. because it was pay to win. Hold on a second. It but it wasn't paid to win. It was up what? until hold on. It was paid to win up until before release. They changed it before release. So when the game released, there was no pay to win in the game, right? Because everyone yes, made the, no, no, no. There yes, wasn't. There was. No, if there I wasn't. More boxes. If I you can't, you could you couldn't buy more boxes. Yes, I could. No, listen to me, Sarge. The uproar was before the game released. They caught it before it released. Everyone made the uproar before the game released. So when it released. You could never buy. You could never buy the actual crates since the game right. launched on the original right. day. They, they had turned it off because they knew it was right. pay to win. I understand that. This is my point. Listen to what I'm saying. They made it an upward before because it was pay to win before the game launched. The game launched. It wasn't paid to win. Everyone no, still lost their shit. Off. I understand they had, that. They had to turn them off. 36, uh, 12 hours before the game launched, they shut it off before it launched. When the game launched... It was never paid to win at launch, but yet people still thought it was paid to win and they wouldn't play the game because of it. And it's sad because the game is an actual good game and there was never paid to win in the game from release. There's never been paid to pay to win since release. Two and words. Fuck EA. <laughs> Sorry. It's, it's so bad, though, that people people thought that it is what it is. As right. far as I'm concerned, they sold too many copies anyway. Because in order to make a, in order to make an example out of EA, how much they fucked everybody over and how they fucked over the license, they should have sold. We should we should have bought less, less, and proved it to them. But I think it sold more because they. I'm telling you because they didn't have pay to win from launch. That's why it sold more. Didn't sell people, a lot. People, it sold Not the numbers that they wanted. It, it sold 13 million copies. They're okay. That's fine. They, right. <laughs> they paid all their people. They're, they're okay. But they didn't get. But they didn't get to rake in the. Unlimited funds of the universe. Well, they're still going to rake in the funds because the skins are going to sell now. I mean, that's what it is, right? Well, we're going to see. 
but, but the, the whole point of the, of the pay to win anyway, the small whales would have won and it would have say, it would have, it would have broken up the game because people would have paid to have higher tiers. Okay. And then it would have broken the faction of the game up. You still need you still need to put more tactics involved. Just because it's a Star Wars game, that everyone was afraid they were going to do a, a Star Wars skin Battlefield game. The game still actually needs to be I would have liked a Star no, Wars Battlefield there's game. There's no tactics. The guns are the same. You just point and shoot. There's no tactics. Oh, the story was great. the The story was great. I love the story in this game. Um, I'm looking forward to more free content for the story of this game. Uh, progression system overhaul highlights. Progression is now linear. You keep everything you earn, already earned, and unlocked. Crates are only cosmetic, no longer include star cards, and cannot be purchased. You'll be able to get uh, appearances directly, uh, in-game credits, or crystals starting in April. Overall powering up, up, uh, up for players are simpler and easier to understand. More content will roll out on the following weeks, and battle points stay the same. Uh, the progression is linear. In order to level up any trooper, you will need to play the unit and earn skill points through the combination of successful uh, gameplay and time played. Then those skill points, you can unlock units and star cards uh, of your choosing. There is no longer a lottery where you have to acquire crates. So you play the game, you level up your character, you gain skill points, and you purchase the new star card upgrades for your characters. Um, star cards... Uh, when you level up a, a unit, you'll earn a skill point. The skill points are unique specific, okay, are unit specific and can be used to unlock star cards at common level uh, and to upgrade ex all the way up to the epic level. Uh, battle points remain the same or battle points for everything you do in combat. Spend them between respawns and call reinforcements like vehicles and power, uh, power, uh, powerful special characters. Use them to become a hero in the ground combat or pilot a hero ship in Starfighter Assault. Uh, let's see. Destroy enemies, protect your team, support allies, complete objectives. That's how you make your battle points. Uh, and that's it. That's basically what they've, what they've done to the game. Like I said, I've always had fun playing this game. The single player in this game was fantastic. S the single player game to me is worth the money alone. Okay? Single player for me is worth the money alone for if you're a Star Wars fan. After that, multiplayer is all bonus. All bonus. But that's for me. The story was a little weak, but then again, I'm older and expect more from story writers, especially for using licensing games like this. But you know, there was there was there's no emotional attachment to her because of the fact that she changed sides so quickly. It was like it didn't matter. Well, that's because did you read the book? I read the book of the Inferno Squad before I played the game, and I got a lot more out of the game because I knew her whole backstory. Right? I knew who her father was and the relationship he had with her father and her mother. I, I, had, I had the content of what her squad did and what they did up until the point of the actual video game. And then after the video game, I totally understand what you're saying, though. Like, when you played the actual video game and played the story, you're like, well, that's stupid. She was like a bad guy for like 10 seconds, right? And then she became a rebel. Spoiler alert if you haven't played the game. Sorry. Um, but the, the book goes way into depth. Uh, about her backstory it's a really good book so if you're a star wars lord fan go go uh go read that book and then go play the story it's actually pretty good <clears throat> so i'm excited i'm gonna jump back into star wars i've been playing i play on the weekends uh because i'm trying to unlock certain skins of like leia and star uh luke skywalker and stuff so that's that a topic i wasn't going to talk about but i actually want to talk about i just finished watching and there's not gonna be any spoilers here no spoilers uh, I just finished watching Star Wars Rebels on uh, Disney XD. 
And and it wasn't for my kid. It was for me because I'm a big Star Wars fan. Um, I watched the last episode. It was a. Uh, it's only a four seasons, and I have to say, man, I was really pissed off when Clone Wars ended the way they did it. The animated series when it when it ended because it just abruptly ended. And Star Wars Rebels ended so well. It was such a nice ending. And I'm looking forward to what they bring in the future. Uh, David Fayoni, I think his name is, is the creator uh, and the lead guy. He does an awesome job. It literally fills in the gaps. By what you have to watch this, Sarge. I know you haven't watched any of them. They're all done now. So when it comes on DVD or Netflix or whatever or the Disney streaming service, you got to watch them. Watch what? Disney Rebels. Star Wars Rebels. I, I just want to buy the. I want to buy that's, it. That's what I just said. When it comes yeah. out, it's done yeah, now. I wanna, so I want to buy it. When it comes out, it it fills in the gap for so many questions. As a Star Wars fan, you're like, well, how come none of these guys were in the original movie? How come none of these guys were in this? How come none of these guys were here? It sums it all up beautifully. After you watch the whole series and the end of the uh, and, and the and the last episode, they do like a fast forward type thing. Fills in all the gaps. It was a wonderful, wonderful ending. Uh, and I was really sad, really sad that they uh, they ended the show because I'm looking forward. So my, my theory is that uh, David Fioni is going to actually start another animated series and it'll probably be for Netflix. Or I'm sorry, not Netflix, for the Disney streaming service that comes out in 2019 uh, for the new Star Wars show. And I think it's going to follow some of the characters that ended in this show. That's just what I think. Oh, Knights of the Old Republic is, is fantastic. Sadly, we're never going to see a single-player Star Wars adventure from, no. from, from EA until Disney grows some balls and takes the license away from them. I think Disney should... I personally think... I think it was... Was it Apple? I think Apple was looking into buying EA. Uh, or Disney well, was buying I, I EA. Would, I would only accept Apple buying EA if once Apple does purchase EA, fires the entire upper management. Well, I, I would be okay with Disney buying EA and then taking the whole the whole thing and then doing what they want with their Star Wars license in their own gaming division. Uh, I would be okay with that. So, all right. I think that's it. I think that's all the, uh, the stories we have. Oh, wait. Nope. I got one more. Remember this one, Sarge? We talked about this uh, maybe about six months ago. Oh, right, everybody. Everyone buckle up because this is exciting news. The Atari needs to hear about this one. The Atari box gets a new name. Pre-order details coming next month. It's now called the Atari VCS. Uh, no price point as of yet. Uh, the Atari says the VCS hardware was inspired by the iconic silhouette of the original Atari 2600 and will be powered by a custom AMD processor and features lots of the classic Atari games along with the current titles from a range of studios. Uh, an Indiegogo campaign system was originally scheduled to begin back in December with a full launch following sometime this spring, but that was delayed because the company felt a key element was still missing. With the Atari VCS name, we know how important it is to get everything completely right, and it's a briefly paused and meant launch late last year, but the Michael Arzit, Atari's COO and connected device, was a difficult decision to cool down, uh, to count down underway. We weren't willing to go forward, so they stopped and delayed it. Uh, here you go, estimated retail price, $250 to $300. What Listen, 
what nothing will this system have to have? Causes, nothing causes limp dick faster <laughs> than talk about the new Atari system. Okay? What is this going to give the us? The only way, the only way that Atari could come back and make a system in the world we live in right now to be competitive with the rest of the fucking titles is the first thing they have to do is change their name. Right, number one. <laughs> number two, they would have to have five major titles at release, just like Nintendo did when Nintendo broke the broke the mold back in '86. Okay. Okay. When Nintendo came out, they had Super Mario Brothers, yep. Doctor Mario. You know, yep. They, they yep. had their five game lineup. Like it was a big explosion. They came out. Here are the games. This is what's happening. This is the new world. That's what Atari would have to do to even begin to put their finger in the butt of either PlayStation or Xbox. <laughs> okay? No shot, no chance, no how. No no way. Okay? There's no way that they're going to come out with this. The the only thing I can see Atari making it is just what you said. They have to come out with like Pitfall, but they have to take Pitfall and do what Grand Theft Auto did from the 2D version to the 3D version. You know what I'm saying? Like yeah, they pit, they have yeah, but, to make but Pitfall, Pitfall and Atari done in 3D is called Tomb Raider. Okay? Right, Uncharted, it's, it's, it's been Tomb done. Raider. So no, this is but what I understand I'm that. They would have to listen. Think about it. They would have to have a team of guys coming up with stories and universes, virtual and, reality. And like, like you would have to pong. have the, the the size of the the size of the crew needed to put a dent in the gaming market in order for you to just to start to sell anything. They're gonna have you'd to have put Cuber Cuber back IP, in your own IPs. Okay, no clones, no copies. Your own IPs done by your own studios, which they don't have. They wanted us to pay. For the, for the, they wanted to crowdfund the fucking Atari to begin with. But they are. Trust, they still are. I don't fucking trust those guys <laughs> as far as I can throw them. Right? There's no way I'm handing over money for a Kickstarter thing for fucking Atari. And as I talk to you right now, I'm suffering from limp dick. Okay? <laughs> this is... There's no way. There's no I like way. I like how they have a custom AMD processor. And then right after it says it features a lot of the classic Atari games. Why do you need a super high-powered AMD processor to do a four bit <laughs> a four bit game i'll tell you i'll tell you I'll, I'll help him out mike i'm gonna help him out you ready okay only the old people in the in the room are gonna know this okay yars revenge yeah okay in the back in the back of the instruction manual had a comic book oh and it yeah, talked and it this. talked about i remember this. what yars what the yars were the alien race and the reason why they were doing what they were doing so right. that they have to do that, right? They would have to do that, that right? They, they would have, have to. to they <laughs> right. would have to take Yars Revenge and, and make, make it into an epic, like Halo, like yeah. a Halo game. Yeah, yes. that would be the starter game. Yeah, that would be yep. the starter game right there. Yars Revenge would be the would be the lead game. Right now, I had to think, what would the other one be? Mm. A a long time adventure game, something good that they can make a good story off of, and then go again. Let's mm. see. No clones, no clones, no clones. Well, Let's well, see. you could do you could do space invaders. Mm. Mm, no, can't do space invaders. You can do Galactica can't, 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 or Galaga. That's still space. That's advanced space invaders. What about what about uh, centipede? You could do, you could do. Hang on, we could do the revenge of ET, and make the actual <laughs> make and make the game actually good. 
Right. And, like and you have the, the, grand, the most grand apology ever. And you have to put a trash dump in there where he finds an old. Where he, where he finds, right, old he finds game, the old, game, his old, his old yeah. game in the trash. Yeah, he's yeah. got to do that. Say, so, so Yar's Revenge, a, a, a really grandiose version of E.T. Uh, I think Adventure. I think Adventure was a good game because the basics of the game are there. It's puzzle solving, limited inventory space, and there are dragons. What about what right? about a and there are dragons and the whole time you're trying to find the dragons and kill them and get their treasure, but there you find out there's more and more dragons, right? There was a color for, there was a dragon for each color. I bet you guys can't name all the colors of the dragons in adventure. That's how long I played that fucking game for. Okay. What about if uh, they what about if they did a very uh, hard very hard because there's a lot of shit games. What about what about if they did a a side scroller concrete, concrete stories? Concrete. What about if they did a side scroller of Frogger? Like it made it like a like a like a Sonic the Hedgehog slash nope. Mario type systems. thing for Atari. Won't sell, won't sell system. No, not if they nope. gave him like some like cool looking like ninja moves or something like that. No. No, I'm I'm trying to go through the game list that we used to have. I'm trying to go through the list. No, Berserk would be Doom or first person shooter, so you can't oh. do Berserk. Uh, you couldn't do you couldn't do half these games, man. Um, Demon Attack was just another Space Invader game. Um, God, I, I I'm gonna have to look yeah. up. I'm gonna have to look up. Uh... You know, this is this. this there, that, that's what I'm telling you. I'm telling you, there's no way Atari can be the th fourth member of the gaming of the gaming universe. They can't. Okay. Because here, here's they a list. don't know. They don't know what it takes. Okay. They don't know what it takes. We got we got Pac-Man. They would come out. They would come out with some kind of side-scrolling bullshit and think that we were gonna buy the system for side-scrolling bullshit. Not gonna happen. The 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 stakes are much higher now. Where, where, do you know what it would take for them to even put a, to, to get a game out? Just to get a game out. Okay, here, here's here, I'll run off some titles. Right, we got Pac-Man, Space Invaders, Pitfall, Asteroids, Adventure, River Raid, Missile Command, ET. River Raid, River Raid might be a good 3D game. Okay, uh, Frogger, Demon Attack, Breakout, no. Yars Revenge, Donkey Kong. Donkey Kong, nope. Classic arcade, can't do it. Kaboom, Defender, Centipede, Miss ah, Pac-Man. Ah, Defender. Defender might be a good one, except it would be a three-dimensional world, and you have to try to save the actual humans before the aliens kill them. Yes, there's a story in there. There's a story in there. You, you got you dig, do that one. dig Dug? Mm, dig Dug Classic Arcade. Can't do it. Chopper Command? Uh, Chopper Command, yes. You can you could turn Chopper Command into a story. It would be based on Vietnam. It would, it would be based on Vietnam and Rambo together, how you'd be a guy sent into Vietnam, to get the guys out of there, and you be in control of a chopper, it has to be a three-dimensional game, or or it can't even be a side-scroller. has to be 3D. I, I got one. Joust. Nope. Joust, classic arcade. Can't do it. You can put a story behind Joust. No, you cannot. It's a classic arcade game. What about... Uh... Oh, this is a good one. Ready? Basic math. How about that? Basic math. They, they, can't, do, <laughs> they can't do basic graphics. They How about bat battle, bat battle Zone? How about Battle Zone? Battle Zone's a take game. It's a third-person shooter. All right, Star Raiders. Star Raiders actually a pretty good game for Atari. There's a lot of Nintendo I, games I, I'm on not, here, I'm so I'm not sure. I'm not sure if Star Raiders has a story. You need to listen. I don't know how I don't know how much more simple I can put it. You can't have a game without a story. You can't. Kung Fu the Master. The game's gonna suck. The game's gonna or the game is gonna be a fad and done in six months. Kung you Fu have Master. To have a story. That's you it. Have to. Kung Fu Master. Kung Fu Master, mm, 
Come on, it's you can make movie. that. You it's can a make movie. that. You can make it's that. It's a brand. It's a. It's a. It's still a classic arcade game. It's still a classic arcade game. Yeah, there's a, there's a good list here. There's some good lists here. All right. I'm sure there is, but nothing has the story within it that can be taken out and built upon. That's why Atari has no shot. Yeah. But yeah. what do they got? Three guys that's on Prozac <laughs> trying to figure out what kind of titles to make up for a fucking right. fourth party system. Right. Come on. All right. That's the show. That's episode 121 in the can. I'm 30 and still gaming. This is Sarge McCluskey. Make sure you follow Sarge on Twitter at Sarge McCluskey. Make sure you follow me at 30 and still gaming. Make sure you follow the show at Jen underscore X underscore gaming on Twitter. Uh, if you have any news stories or anything that you find throughout the week, you can hit up any of us uh, and share your news stories that you want to find. If you use it on the show, we'll give you credit uh, and tell you uh, where we got it from. So as a source. Generation X Gaming is a weekly podcast that goes over a few of the top stories from the past week and we rant along the way. Uh, we're live every single Thursday at 8 p.m. Eastern. Uh, we're usually on Twitch, but we are now on Mixer. So uh, we'll be back. It seemed like it worked really well. We didn't have any audio issues. We didn't have any video issues. Everybody could hear me. Everyone could hear you. We could literally talk to chat live because there was no delay, right? So uh, I like it. I like it. Oh, if, nice. if anything, if anything, even if I go back to Twitch, I think I might keep the podcast on, on Mixer. Um, so I appreciate you guys uh, coming in and watching. Uh, this ends the show, but does not end my stream. Uh, does not end my stream. Uh, we're going to take a quick break. I would say about maybe a five-minute break. I'm going to stretch my legs, grab a drink Arr. of water, and then we're going to jump back in to play some Sea of Thieves. Uh, so stick around for that. You guys want to know how to play Sea of Thieves? And Load up. <laughs> Load up. All right. You guys have a good night. Thanks for watching, and we'll see you in a bit. Take care, guys. See you next week. They're two brothers and gamers that have been playing games since the early 1980s. Combined, they have over 65 years' experience. Join them each week as they discuss and rant about gaming and entertainment news. This is Generation X Gaming. Stream.